had a nomination that a lot of people raised some eyebrows at. And that was Eurovision Song Contest. Now, the film Eurovision Song Contest is typically considered a romance or a contest film, which is related to the sports movie, which is a wonderful genre, by the way. But people couldn't figure out why exactly it was nominated. And the fact is, it is a fantasy. It's a fantasy because one of the major elements of the story, and in fact, the thing that makes the ending possible, are elves. And one of the characters is deeply ingrained in elvish belief. And at a moment, Will Ferrell's character goes and he gets the elves to intercede on their behalf. It's a small element, but it's an interesting part of this overall idea of a non-genre film using fantastical elements. Another film like this is L.A. Story, though that I really believe there that the fantasy is more ingrained in the story. Even better example might be Prairie Home Companion, in which the one of the main characters is death. It's this idea that there is something greater in this world that then perpetrates through the story. And the Eurovision Song Contest overall is full of Norse, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, Viking-type imagery, and this great idea of the small, plucky underdog who goes into a situation where they are ill-suited and ends up not necessarily winning, but making the impact that was expected. Here, it's exactly like the... If you see a movie, and the, they are all over the place, where the main characters are... The Bring It On is the perfect example, actually. Where it's a team, and they are going to try to win, and they meet all their sort of growth goals, but then they don't actually get to the big thing, but it turns out that what they've won is considerably more. That's what Eurovision Song Contest is. And it's funny as hell. <laughs> it's, it's even better when you consider the actual absurdity from the American point of view of the Eurovision Song Contest, the actual contest. These big over-the-top productions that have sort of a an excessive amount of personality, I guess. It's really, it's about making them as big a presentation as you can. And how they present it actually is very interesting, is that the Eurovision Song Contest world is actually very small. It's a certain number of people who interact with each other yearly, which is not exactly true, but also kind of true. And it all works towards this sort of big, flashy moment. But the elves are there. And fascinatingly, what when you break it down, one, it is a fantasy story because it has the fantasy mode. It begins with the, the dreamer and the dreamer's love object. And they go through the sort of the discovery phase. They do the grand trip. They are destined for this thing through the elves, partly. And it is only by massive coincidences that they end up succeeding and getting to where they want to be. I love a good romantic fantasy. And this is a romantic fantasy. And it's a hilarious movie. The songs by themselves are worth it. And there is an amazing scene uh, you can find it on YouTube, it's great, where a whole bunch of actual Eurovision contestants and winners sing a medley of classic pop songs, such as Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night and Waterloo, and a few others that are in there that's just a lot of fun. What's also fascinating is, other than a few little tiny houses, you see nothing. 
that is fantastic. Yet the entire thing is infused with fantasy. That's why I love movies like Eurovision Song Contest. Because they create a fantastical world that doesn't necessarily need the markers of fantasy that we have, even though they have a little bit. But it still all, overall, feels fantastical. Mm -hmm.